T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. Hour number three underway. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 8.07, your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. The day to live in infamy. Welcome. It is December 7th. One of your top stories, Kevin McCarthy is going to step down at the end of the month. I think that's a surprise to some. Details on that. We'll get into it in a little bit. But first, we have Marion County Commissioner Carl Zalek. Good morning, Carl. How you doing? Good morning. It's great to be in infamy with you, Bob Rose, today. We like your Mr. Yeah. Rogers sweater that, that you are yeah, sporting today. The sweater, Very nice. Man. Nice and chilly, brisk. That that incredible winter we have. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, isn't <laughs> till, it? Till what? Uh, this weekend? <laughs> yeah. But, hey, it, we like it in small doses, and then we Amen. like it to be gone. But for yeah. a break, yeah, we're, we, I appreciate it. At least we're not scraping the windows, right? Yeah. And I own 120 jackets, so I got to wear them once in a while. Amen. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, Marion County Fire Rescue, pretty busy, especially. Uh, uh, with this tractor trailer, man, I, it was an incredible thing. I wanted to give a shout out to our fire rescue team. Um, Engine twenty responded. You know, not only did this tractor, of course, the mess of an accident and all those things, but it was carrying a bunch of hazardous material, including barrels of antifreeze, oil, and diesel fuel. I mean, created a substantial wow. mess. And so our team, hazmat team, was able to go out there thanks to the people and their support. This is the kind of stuff, you know, when we talked about the sales tax and all those things, about having that extra equipment, being able to buy those things to respond to these accidents on I-75, and 30% of it's paid for by the by the visitors. And finally, people that are traveling through our community are actually chipping in a little bit. Right. That's what we're talking about. This exactly. is what we mean. And it gives our people the tools to, to respond to things that we wouldn't normally have if we didn't have I-75 running through your community. So thank you guys, and thanks to the fire rescue team that went out there and and handled that, and of course continuing to try to keep I seventy five, you know, free and moving because it's it, you know so much traffic is moving through there, and with it being backed up or stopped every nine days, it's a constant yeah. thing we struggle with, right? Yeah, yeah. I and I I wish there were easier answers to it. I wish we had a mechanism where you could get traffic around some of these uh, wreck scenes. But uh, it's easier said than done, and of course they're always going to err on the side of safety, and uh, and then you have sometimes toxins, pollutants, all kinds of yep. things. You can't just uh, reroute around that as easily as we'd like. So thank God we got the six lanes of I seventy five coming over the next two or three years. We'll continue to talk more and more about that. You say that, and you make it sound good. I think of torturous long uh, years <laughs> of construction, Ooh. but now uh, keep it positive. All right, so uh, tell me about Cat with two T's, Cat, Marion so, County. You know what was really neat is a lot of times, you know, so many Real. people are working in their Sorry. own silos, 
Well, we had a bunch of folks coming together to collaborate, and the rescues in our community are continuing to help, uh, you know, the Cat Alliance, trying to help the Trap, Neuter, and Release program. Every two It's cats, like herding cats. It is literally yeah. herding yeah. cats. <laughs> uh, some of these ladies are out there all the time working day and night to, to trap and bring the cats in, again, to reduce the cat populations in our community. Five organizations came through. The group has already spayed and neutered over 910 cats in 2023. Huge amounts. Huge amounts. So especially when they do the math and they say two cats can, you know, over their lifetime be responsible for another million cats every two cats. Wow. I'd be I mean, careful. The there are kids listening. <laughs> there, there are numbers, uh, <laughs> you, you know, that are just incredible. And so – with the unanimous support on Tuesday of this last week, uh, the commission approved a proposal that would actually allocate 150000 to all five of these organizations to help make sure that this program continues just to be a great success in our community. It, it really is, and these people have volunteered, and they give their time, and so you're going to help that to spread to yeah. a much greater degree now. The county now can't with, do it all by itself, right? right? We have to have partners Absolutely. to come in and do it. It costs 130 bucks per dog, about 45 bucks per cat, and so... These these this support will help our local community continue to, to fight against overpopulation. You know why dogs cost more? Oh yeah, because they're superior. Superior. Animals. Wow. Well, okay. you heard it first. Wow. Oh. Right here on the Bob Rose Show. Address those letters <laughs> to Bob, Bob Rose. Rose. Care of the sky. <laughs> Care of cats. Hey, <laughs> bring in the harvest home once again. Marion County, the community man, hits it hard and delivers again. Woo, man, Commissioner Kathy Bryant. I know you've uh, met her a few times, Bob. She's awesome. She runs this event uh, along with our chairman, Commissioner Stone. 21,000 pounds of food and more than $11,000 in cash. Every dollar in cash is a pound of food. Wow, 50,000 pounds, a record for us this year. And so that uh, Interfaith Emergency Services, Salvation yep. Army of Ocala and Brothers Keeper all uh, benefit from that That's and, right. and uh, help to disperse. Yep, on the downtown stuff. square that, that, uh, that day we collected. All three of those trucks packed to the max. Incredible. Let me guess. That's the same downtown square where Santa Claus is going to be. Yep. Santa Claus is coming to town. So this weekend you can certainly enjoy. um, And actually, um, December 12th and the 14th from 6 to 8, downtown square gazebo, the Ocala Christmas Light Spectacular. And don't forget about the WEC, Bob. Yeah, the World Equestrian Center. They're pulling out all the stops, right? It's already lit up like Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I like it. And they're, the World Equestrian Center, they have a winter wonderland, and that will go all the way up and through Saturday, December 23rd. So that's something you can enjoy now, you know, during For the Christmas. holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, enjoy the over 1 million twinkling lights. Wow, man, they're winter wonderland. They always put on a show. The Roberts family just continues to blow it out all the time. The halls are decorated. The Grand Plaza is looking great. The Christmas tree, the lighted horse-drawn carriage, and plenty of other things. So if you're feeling froggy, go out and get it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have to feel froggy necessarily to to enjoy uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior? Well, I don't know if you have to be froggy. Well, well how would you say it? <laughs> wow, tough crowd is. Sorry, I'm just. It's Sorry, I'm just playing room. my Chris Christie oh, role. Yeah, right? yeah, just yeah, bashing yeah. others. I don't have house. any answers, but I will just come to bash. The word Whoa, I heard that, Greg. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was that my outline? It was. Oh. You're, you're on microphone. Whoops. Well, if you're froggy or not, you can enjoy the Christmas at the World Equestrian Center. 
What or about the downtown square? What about the uh, Zalik family? Oh. Christmas must be a big deal because you have 112 children. Well, yeah, you know, so every one of them. Thank God they're not married with other kids and all that stuff. What are so you we'll going to do then? We'll be celebrating. Oh, man, I don't know. You know, I guess there'll be some we're, RVs parked in your front yard at right, that point. We're trying to lock it down and see if we can uh, make sure that we continue the tradition, at least have our kids every other Are year. Are you saying you're going to get your children spayed and neutered? Oh. Wow. That's an organization. That's that. harsh. That's just for cats and dogs. Oh. And what did you learn from that? Dogs, dogs are superior. superior. Cost more money. Superior. <laughs> yeah. All right, Carl. Uh, good work there. You gave a shout out to a couple of the other uh, commissioners, That's Bryant right. and Stone. That's right. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're good folks. They've got to see Miss um, Stone at the Republican get together. Oh yeah. That was at that was, uh, that was at WAC. Mm-hmm. That was at the World Equestrian Center. What an incredible day. Yeah. So we have so much going on uh, as you, as we talked about, whether it's roads or everything else. Marion County is doing phenomenal. We're continuing to grow and have a lot of opportunities for those in our community. And so really, as the Christmas time comes, we are so thankful between Bring the Harvest Home, what's going on with our animals, and we continue to fight for this animal shelter and working with all of the groups to make sure that uh, we bring that to fruition, hopefully over the next little while. And uh, man, it's just when you look back on the year, Mm -hmm. you really just count the blessings. Yeah. 2023, in comparison to you know the COVID the, years, the COVID as we call years, them. right? I mean, it really was a, a way better year, and I'm really excited. Hopefully, the feds will do something about the interest rates. Uh, maybe, huh? Yeah, as soon as they do something about illegal Hello? immigration, yeah, they're, you know? they'll be right on it for you there, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, we need listen, a new administration. S- supply chain would help. All these things. But, uh, you know, at least our Republican debate looks looks better than anything they could put out on the Democrat side. Right. Agreed. Sure. Thank you. Always appreciate the time. And, you know, related to the holidays and all that, in terms of law enforcement, coming up at 9.05, we're going to have Sheriff Emery Ganey on the show. So something to look forward to a little bit later on. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sean Hannity. Guess who takes the chair of the U.N. Human Rights Council? Weekdays, 3 p.m. This is the same Iran that puts women to death for not wearing a head cover. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Another day in paradise. A cool paradise, but we'll take it. It is 821. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It is December 7th, the day that'll live in infamy, especially if it is put with the year 1941, the attack on Pearl Harbor taking place on this day in history. All right. Lieutenant Governor Nunez is going to join us a little bit later on her take on the debate from last night. And I've got a couple of clips I want to share with you. I also want to remind you, if you ever miss anything on the show, the Odyssey app will make it up because it's not just podcasts, it's extended uh, uh, parts of the shows that have been uh, you know, put online for your perusal and, and a lot of interviews. So download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey and then search 97.3 The Sky, and you'll be able to, you know, catch up on anything you missed. And so it is a very valuable service. And it, how much does it cost, Greg? Uh, absolutely nothing. And we like that. Oh, yeah. We like free. Yeah, we love us some free. So here's an issue that I would think most people would agree on, and that is when it comes to the gender issue of, well, I call it mutilation because mm-hmm. I believe that's what it is, messing with children before they've reached the age of adulthood when it comes to changing their anatomical bodies with uh, girls they've done double mastectomies at the age of 14 because you know the young person in question feels like they should be a boy and and it came up in the debate last night but it's also coming up in dc So let's start with the debate last night, and here is Governor Ron DeSantis. I have delivered results. That's what we need for this country. And you have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves any time the left comes after her, any time the media comes after her. I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse, and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. That is the truth. We have it it on video. Uh, It's child abuse, and it's wrong. There's Governor DeSantis decisive, strong, accurate, and Mm -hmm. I back the idea behind it 100%. And here's how former Governor Nikki Haley responds. I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to change your gender. You said the law should stay out of it. You see, it's important. He kind of got drowned out. There were some cheers coming up. You didn't hear, maybe, or some people didn't hear, that Governor DeSantis said, you said the law should stay out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. If the law stays out of this issue, you're going to have what's already happened. These lefty progressives that uh, pursue these things and in all manners, uh, teaching hospitals, etc. Okay, And in fact, it's already affected adoption. Yeah. Listen to this. Uh, Congressman Jim Banks, a Republican out of Indiana, uh, is putting out a new bill. And it's aimed at preventing child welfare agencies from denying prospective adopters who say they will raise their kids in a manner consistent with the minor's biological sex. Simply put. Wow. They simply put, there are 
the institutions that put kids up for adoption, and they want to make sure that if the kid has gender issues and the kid wants to get a sex change operation, that you, as the adoptive parents, would go along with it. Yeah, and if the kid wants to smoke crack, you should go along with it. If the kid wants to light the house on fire, you should go along with it. And I'm telling you, this is that bizarre world that the far-left lunatic fringe lives in, but they push it and promote it on all of us. Why would you ever let a child make a literally life-changing decision? You're also eliminating, and they know this by design, you're eliminating definitely people who have Christian beliefs. Mm -hmm. You're eliminating them from the pool of perspective people that could adopt. Why would you do that? Is that part of the main goal? One would have to think. It's part of it anyway. And this is how Jim Banks put it. He said the Biden administration is cruelly preventing countless children in the foster care and adoption system from going to loving homes just because parents are opposed to irreversible sex change procedures on kids. Now, once a child uh, reaches the age of of legal maturity at 18, the child, now adult, can make a decision about what they want to do. Mm -hmm. The parents can't stop them at that point. But the parents are supposed to oversee the child, raise the child as a child. Look, if you didn't need parents to step in and help children to make good, responsible decisions then why even have parents at all? Let's just let kids do what kids would naturally want to do if left unfettered. Well, first thing they do is stick their whole hand on a hot stove. They might learn from that lesson. Then every day for breakfast, they'll have a big box uh, uh, full of sugar Mm -hmm. for breakfast. Uh, And so it goes. Uh, They wouldn't care about their personal hygiene in many cases. You know, you got to you got to form the habit of getting the kids to take a bath. You know why? Because kids are immature. That's where it comes from. They're not mature. They're not the age of maturity. So as adults, we make decisions for them. Anybody who is for child mutilation, I don't care how bad a 12-year-old wants to be a different sex. You don't change their physical appearance until they're adults, and they can at least have some understanding of the long-term consequences. These are no-brainer issues. And if you vote for lefties, you vote for this mutilation crap. Straight up. It's that simple. 828 on The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. A ton of stuff coming up, including Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez on 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on the sky. Hamas. You can rape women and pregnant women. The news that's trending. No circumstances that justify rape. That's who Hamas is. The news that's now. Talking to a fella who had made the move from California to Florida. By the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. The news station. Firing missiles at our troops. We will not tolerate attacks on American personnel. Listen live on the free Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day on 97.3 The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stop exercising. It could kill you. Details on that coming up. That's my tease for now, Greg. Can't wait. 8.35 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And thank you for joining us on this Friday Eve. We're going to get there. Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez joining us in a few moments. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk about the debate and other things. Hey, um, what happened? What happened at the debate? We'll get into that. We got some great uh, sound. It was a little... uh, there was, there was some fighting, some infighting going on. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie called someone else a blowhard. Wow. You don't have that one ready to go, do you, uh, by chance? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, let's hear it. This is the fourth debate, the fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So <laughs> shut up for a while. So shut up for a If anybody wow. in the entire world, everybody on the planet called me a blowhard, I would just have to take it as it comes. But if it came out of blowhard's mouth, Chris Christie? Wow. Man, that is... Wow. That is the... Well, maybe in his book that's high praise. I was going to say it's the highest insult, but maybe mm, coming from Christie, it actually was... Because uh, if anybody knows a blowhard, it's Tim. So. Yeah. Mm. So we'll slice and dice that. But I also want to make this other point. Okay, while we're maybe watching that... Paying attention to that a little bit. There's other things going on. It's the reckless kind of blow-off way that President Biden treats the border that I find Mm. beyond frustrating. He basically, really, he said that, you know, he doesn't want to talk about petty border politics. And that he doesn't want that to block any kind of deal with Ukraine. It's petty According to him, in other words, it, it's small. It's ah, it's trivial. It's something we don't. Let's not get caught up in that when we have this Ukraine thing. Yeah, and what exactly is Ukraine trying to do? <gasps> Protect their border. <gasps> Protect the sovereignty of their nation. <gasps> Expect us to pay for it. <gasps> I'm gonna hyperventilate here in a minute if I keep really doing that. Shouldn't do that. Um, How ironic. But, yeah, but our southern border is petty. The over 150,000 fentanyl deaths, petty. Human slavery and suffering and sexual slavery and children's sex trade operations and all that, petty. People coming across the border on the terrorist watch list, petty. People coming from over 105 different countries around the world, petty. So many gotaways, they can't even guesstimate an accurate number that's petty oh and then there is the fbi director himself christopher ray saying that when asked about warning lights going off as in regards to like you know right before 9 11 he said all the lights are blinking wow but i guess that's just petty too right president biden it's all petty How absolutely absurd. So this president, the commander-in-chief, the guy who's supposed to protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic, has opened the gates to our enemies. Opened the, the gates. When you see that 
evil is rising around the world, and it is, wouldn't that be kind of the last, the last time that you'd be opening the gates wide open? Wouldn't you err on the side of caution to protect your citizens? So, yeah, Joe Biden completely blows it. And, and I just wish people knew that. Denied that there was a problem at the border for the longest time. Then, when really, you know, pushed on it, then he went back and he blamed Trump. Yeah. The guy that actually secured the borders. And, of course, the lefty media, you know, keeps carrying water for him. And they mm-hmm. won't. I mean, they've begun to call him out on the border thing a little bit. Finally, uh, yeah. Hard to talk to him directly. You know, he just runs off the stage, gives a little snarky remark, a funny, mm-hmm. like a like 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 your kooky old grandpa, like right before he's gonna go to bed and somebody gave him a shot of liquor. You know, he looks at you with this kind of this crazy eye, makes a comment that he thinks is funny, and everybody in the room is looking at each other, scratching their heads, going, What? What was that? And then he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah, he's not going upstairs and going night night he's the commander-in-chief yeah during very rough waters ahead geopolitically around the world and right in our own backyard not only does he refuse to do anything about the borders he created the problem that's a fact okay that's a fact now this is going to make people feel i think better i don't know this is one to throw out anyway for the everybody's got that friend always fit Always exercising, he or she, yep, into latest things. I'm doing the PX90, or I joined this club, and we actually eat some of the York barbells in between our workouts, you know, yeah, right? And and a lot of those people, hey, they, they are really fit. But then you could throw this in their face. If you, well, like me, have pretty much earned a black belt in couch potato, mm-hmm. and I have Black belt and couch potato. Oh, yeah. I coined that. I've just made it write. I'm going to write that down. Thank you. Uh, exercise might not be the key to longevity, according to new research. In fact, too much moving around could even lead to accelerating the aging process in our bodies. And who's telling us this? Scandinavian scientists. Oh, well, I believe them. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a bikini team there that's... Co- no. Mm-hmm. The ambitious study on the often discussed subject has yet to be peer-reviewed, but recently won a National Sports Medicine Prize in Finland, where the research was conducted over a 45-year period. Wow. Multiple studies have previously confirmed that those who exercise more live longer and healthier lives. This time, however, researchers at the University of Javalskvgevraf... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one, yeah. That's the one. ...found that (laughs) physical activity might just be a small part of the larger picture and in some cases may have negative health impacts. And we, we don't really need to go any further with that. Oh, no, I believe That's all the information I, you need. I believe them over everything we've ever heard. Later, we'll do a double-blind study where we take turns wearing a blindfold while laying on the couch. <laughs> That's my double-blind study. See who feels the best. I love it. Yeah. We'll eat bonbons on the couch <laughs> as part of the study. I've been a good boy lately. Uh, yes, you have. I know. You're 11 pounds down. Well, i got to be held accountable. You know what I'm saying? I know. It is 842. You are tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez next on 97.3 The Sky.
How in the world do you say some of the stuff you say and not realize that it's anti-Semitic? Now, 10 p.m. night. Is it because it has been used to shut down any kind of disagreement, even when it has nothing to do with race or faith? On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. 847, you're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy and last night the GOP, the debate, and Governor Ron DeSantis just doing a superb job. And I'm not just saying that because Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez is joining us right now. Good morning, Lieutenant Governor. How you doing? Good morning. Doing well. I got to tell you, Governor DeSantis knocked it out of the park. He crushed it on several things, including... um, the gender mutilation thing, and he threw the ball back in former Governor Nikki Haley's court on that one, and then had to kind of quickly and quietly say, you said the law should stay out of it, because she was kind of changing her tune there, and I, I hope that the the public you know, caught that accurately. Uh, what's your take on, on, well, ex- on the debate overall, but specifically as to that question? Yeah, and that's been the theme throughout all of the Republican debates. You know, these candidates that are standing there and they're saying one thing to the audience uh, because they feel like it's the right thing to say or it's popular or it'll garner them some support. But yet when they are off, you know, doing their own interviews or when they were standing at the podium, when they were governors, you know, they say something totally different. So the theme for Nikki Haley and Vivek really has been, oh, let me say one thing when it's convenient. Let me say another thing when it's not. And yet the governor, I think, did a great job not only of calling them to to question, but also differentiating himself from everybody else on that stage and even those that were not on the stage. I think he talked about all of the things he campaigned on, all of the things he promised to do, all of the things that he delivered. And it's really one and the same. Governor DeSantis has been fighting for Floridians every step of the way. He has never bent the knee to China or to anyone else, for that matter. He fights those fights that people want. He wants to make sure that parents' rights are are protected. He wants to make sure that we are not doing gender-destroying care. He wants to make sure that we're going to uh, deal with this COVID disaster and, and call people to account. And so all of these things that the governor was uh, talking about yesterday, I think everybody else on that stage, um, they really should go back and do a little bit of self-reflection because they say one thing when it's convenient and then they say another when it's not. And real conservatives like Governor DeSantis, he's got it twice as tough because after every statement that he makes, then you've got the media coming along and extracting and taking it out of context. And it becomes, oh, he's a book banner, for instance. That's a great one. Or uh, it's the gay, gay, gay bill or don't say gay bill. And those things were so inaccurate. So as a conservative, he's got like double duty. He's got to go back and try to fix stuff that that they have morphed and changed the context of. Yeah, double duty is correct, but he's got military experience, so he's used to duty. He's used to putting, obviously, Americans before himself, and he's done that here in Florida. He's used to taking the arrows. He's used to being maligned by the media. Even some conservative outlets have really done uh, tried to do a number on him. But, but that's what I think endears him to so many voters across the country. And you see it in Iowa, and you see it in other early states where people are like, you know, the more I get to know about Governor DeSantis, the more I get to see all of the policies that he's espoused, all of the wins that he's delivered, you know, the more I like him, the more I want to support him, the more I'm going to vote for him. And I think that's really, again, what, what differentiates him from the rest of the crowd. You know, he takes all, he takes it from all sides. He takes that incoming, but he doesn't waver. He doesn't break. 
He doesn't bend. He keeps fighting. And I think that the Floridians are better for it. And certainly the rest of America will be better for it because they'll have someone that will never back down and someone that's going to fight for their interests. And he's not going to care about what happens politically in terms of retribution or in terms of, you know, the next election cycle. He just cares about principles and fighting for you. Look, he, he showed that with the Disney thing. He didn't back down at all. That was one example. You brought up military. He did. I think that that's where the campaign could maybe push a little bit harder is to make sure that everybody who does, you know, in here in Florida, we know them in other states. They don't know that military background, I think, is critical, especially if you're talking about the next commander in chief and these really rough waters that we're facing right now as we speak. So I think that's huge. And I'm glad that he brought that up. And as governor, he has a great track record. So basically, let me ask you this on paper. This guy should be killing the the rest of the uh, the other three that are on that stage. All right. And, and I have to ask you this. Why do you think that he isn't performing stronger in the polls? And I know the polls aren't the end all, but it's, it's one of the few measuring sticks that we have at this point. So why isn't he climbing in the polls? Yeah, well, it, it is a measuring stick, but it's a snapshot in time. Um, the methodology matters. Is it an online poll? Is it a national poll? And so, you know, we don't put a lot of stock in polls. We never have as, a, as, a, as an administration. Um, when we were running in 2018, plenty of polls had us, actually no poll had us winning, and some polls had us 14 points down. Um, obviously, it was a close race. We ended up winning in 2022. Of course, polls had us winning, but never by the historic margins that we did. So the governor doesn't really put a lot of stock in polls. He puts stock in people. And that's why he did the full Grassley. He went to all 99 counties in Iowa. He's talked to regular, average, everyday Iowan voters and voters in other early states as well. He spends the time, he gets to know them, and they get to know him. And so while polls, of course, um, are something that other candidates fixate on in order to drive donors to their camp or in order to, you know, to make uh, a case for why they should continue on, whether it's in the debates or um, in the race altogether, I think that the governor is going to stay the course and he's going to be focused, disciplined, and he's going to continue to reach out to the people because that's at the end of the day what matters to him. You know, in the radio business, we're measured in certain ways and ratings, and they have a, a partisan rating where you say, okay, who do we share the most listeners with uh, from a radio station perspective? And here's what I see. Governor DeSantis and Donald Trump share much of the same constituency. They, they're, they're sharing voters. So the question is, how does, how does the governor, Governor DeSantis, how does he break out from that? Can he draw from the other three that were on stage? Or for him to gain, does it always mean he has to take away uh, from former President Trump? Well, I think there's, uh, as you pointed out, there's certain lanes in our party, right? So there's the, obviously, the, the diehard MAGA. Then there's folks that are uh, absolutely never Trumpers. There's kind of moderates, middle of the roads, the neocons, like they like to call them. They have uh, folks that are really very conservative, but just don't like the antics of former President Trump. So I think, you know, when you look at all those swaths of different por- portions of the electorate in the Republican Party, the governor, I think, has been able to take on a lot of the evangelical vote. People that, that firmly believe in those those types of family values and principles that, that the governor shares with them. I think when you start to see 
you know, Vivek and Chris Christie, you know, we love the entertainment value they add, but at some point they're going to fall off. Uh, it's very clear that they don't have a path. So I think what you've got to see is coalescing and, and, and making sure that you can bridge coalitions um, because there's going to be a segment of the electorate that is right now very much undecided. And I think it's bigger than what's being reflected in those quote-unquote polls that we talked about in the previous question. But I think that the governor is able to 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 make a case for the voters that, that he is the person um, to defeat Joe Biden. He is the person that has that experience that can fight for you. He is the person that's going to restore America's greatness. He is the person that understands um, from a foreign policy perspective because he served in the military, the only one, as we mentioned, um, he understands the challenges that we're facing because of Biden's weakness. And so all of those things, I think once you start to really peel back the layers, <clears throat> you're going to see people are going to start paying attention. Up until now, you know, the election's about a year away, a little less than a year away. People really haven't been paying too much attention. I think as we start getting into the beginning of next year, obviously with Iowa, um, middle of January, and then from there, the early states, and then, of course, Super Tuesday. There's a lot of baseball to be played left. It might sound like it's, it's right around the corner, but there's still a lot of time. The governor is going to work. He's got the, the energy, the vigor, the youth, to be you know the youthful, uh, the energy that comes with that to be able to, to make that case across the country. He'll be crisscrossing. And, and I think the point that was made in terms about age, I think it's an important point that we need to consider as Americans. Um, right. Do we want to go down that path again? You know, Biden, Trump, they're in there, you know, they're going to be in their 80s. And, and it's just really, it's, it's something that I think it should worry every American, no matter what, what your thoughts are um, in terms of their policies. I think that age, um, you know, of course, has to be a consideration because of the, the likelihood of a scenario in which Maybe they don't make the, the full term. Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez, we really appreciate your uh, your perspective, your input, and plenty to think about and talk about uh, on that. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. All right. Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez on the Bob Rose Show. Stick around. The 9 o'clock stretch is up next, and the sheriff's in town. Trending right now on this sky. Calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? It depends on the context. The answer is yes. As it happens. To the women's rights organizations, you've heard of the rape? Where the hell are you? The news station. Kevin McCarthy will not seek re-election. If we don't support Ukraine, what's the rest of the world going to do? Any national security package has to begin with the security of our own border. All the news you need for your day. Tell your smart speaker to play 97.3 The Sky. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.